Welcome everyone, it's your girl Maya G and today on Spiritual Agility and your boy. Your brother with an open heart, Victor Jr. And today we have a wonderful guest, Matt Gill, who's going to be joining us on the platform today and having our serious discussion on a very interesting topic. But be before I get started, I'm going to have uh, Victor Jr. introduce our wonderful guest. So this guy, he's an amazing coach. He's my personal coach. And he's like the guru of social media. He's the guru of putting your face out there and getting yourself in front of the world. The one and only, the Matt Gill. Yeah. Hey, how are you guys doing? Thank you guys for having me. Super excited to be here. So today, um, you know, it's been brought up to our attention. We, we had other topics in mind to talk about, but, um, you know, behind the set, when we started talking, I wanted to kind of get your feedback from another spiritual brother on the recently um, released video and shoe from um, hip hop um, artists, um, <laughs> gay uh, representative, um, Lil Nas. So, uh, before, before we go into that, um, Matt, you know, even though we're not, you know, really listeners of the artist's um, music, you know, I think he put out one track that I actually thought was decent. Um, right. you know, I respect everybody coming out the closet, you know, but of course, you know, the, the spiritual community especially is offended um, to include the gay spiritual community. And I wanted to, you know, just to respect um, our, our listeners to at least say a few words on where we stand as far as um, that representation goes. Sure. Yeah, it's, um, I'll be completely honest. I, I, I myself haven't been a, a real big uh, Lil Nas fan. Um, I, I haven't watched the video. I've uh, intentionally chosen not to. Um, I've seen uh, what like TMZ has reported and what the news media has reported about it. And I've seen little bits and clips of it. And um, it, I don't believe that it represents me in uh, one in my spiritual walk as a gay man. Um, it doesn't represent um, what I, I think it really has a to me when when I saw it, I was very disappointed because I think that we have what we have gone and fought so hard to within especially within the not not necessarily the spiritual community but in the religious community of you know you're going to go to hell you're going to go to you know you're condemned to a life of, of misery and 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 we fought so hard to show and to up level us as a community and i think that 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 video and feeds into everything that we fought up against Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. On point on that. And, and it's right before the interview, I wanted to, cause I'm very particular and picky on what I watch just the same as what I consume, eat, listen to. I'm very picky with that. And the more spiritual I've, I've become the even more stricter I've gotten, you know? So I was trying to sit through 
30 seconds of the video, I only made it past five. It was really that triggering and very disruptive, spiritually speaking. And to know that someone would actually sit there and produce this, and that's the level of disturbance that's going on, it's kind of frightening, honestly. Like, And, and to represent the gay community at that, it's, it's definitely disturbing. He doesn't represent me at all. <laughs> not, not, not at all. all. I did actually like Lil Nas. Uh, I didn't really know too much about like what he was truly about until about the video. I saw a piece of the video, turned it off because to me that's not what I believe in. And what really disturbs me the most is there's a lot of teenagers and kids that are looking up to him, and he's basically sending the message of if this is the lifestyle you want, then this is the lifestyle you got to lead with this. And we're here to say, no, that's, that's not, not true. true. That's not the truth. Right. I believe in God 100%. I could care less about Satan, demon, whatever, hell. Um, I don't even believe in all that, honestly. You know, not, not, not putting it out there. I don't believe in that and Satans and devils. Like, I just don't function that way. And I find that to be psychologically, spiritually very healthy. You know, I don't I don't carry that an energy that, oh, my God, I'm going to go to hell and this is going to happen. Like, I don't understand. It's, it's crazy that we're still feeding into that. And uh, it's unfortunate that we have, and he's so young. He's really not that old. He's a young, I don't know what, 23, 24. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's very young. And to be kind of still putting that information out into the universe, um, you know, I wanted to get the opportunity to at least have a, a discussion with uh, another spiritual brother and, and kind of get their feedback Especially on that. Especially you who, who are on social media, who pushes people to put their face out on social media to be active and right. you know you have that stop the scroll. Well, he stopped the most freaking scroll. Right, right. Unfollow. Here's yeah. exactly. the thing. So I, I teach people to to be disruptive. You know, in your in your marketing, in your messaging, you're you know in in a space that is very busy with you know everybody competing against your time. People like social media is time. Social media is, you know, the, the scroll. How many times are you watching the tick go down the rabbit hole of TikTok videos and all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me watch one video and half an hour later, you're like, I need to put the phone down, right? So For it's sure. your time. People, are, uh, people are, are competing against your time and are, your job is to get them to stop their scroll, is to get them to stop. And one of the techniques is by being disruptive. Is he disruptive? Yes. Now you have the responsibility, once you get somebody to stop, what's your messaging? What's the message behind what you're saying? And are you feeding people the right stuff? Are you feeding? So now if we, now let's go into his message and what that is, you know, you are, um, how we think our, our mindset is based on the information that we give it. Just like our body runs on the nutrients that we give our body. If we're eating healthy, if we're eating our vitamins and our vegetables and all the good stuff for us, our body runs more optimally. When we start putting in crap and we start putting in a lot of the carbs and the sugars and stuff, our body has to fight even harder just to survive and to operate. The same goes with our mind. It goes with our spirituality. If you're giving, if you're reading books that feed your soul, if you're listening to music that that lifts you up, you're going to live a life that is happier, that is um, has more peace of mind, where you're going to create a bigger impact in other people's lives, versus where if we listen to something such as what Little Nas produced, you're inviting 
uh, you're inviting that type of activity. You're inviting that type of energy, uh, energy. Yes. Yeah. Into your heart and in, into your soul. Now yes. I, don't, I believe in evil. I believe there is evil out there and of I course. believe there that there is that when we watch things like that, it invites the evil into your mind. Yeah. And, I, I, and I mean, I guess I don't call it evil. I call it energy. I right. do believe that there is such a thing as, you know, negative energy, positive energy, dark energy. I believe in that. Um, you know, I just don't call it Satan and, and all that other stuff because that was so religious. Right. Um, so, you know, but yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. Yeah. And that that grows. You know, it's just like, you know, the more that you watch it, the more that you feed it. Just like when you plant a seed uh, and and you're watering it and you're nurturing it, it's going to grow based on what, what it's been given. Um, and so for me, you know, I, my journey, I, listen, I'm 45 years old. I did not come out. You look gay, good. You look good. Thank you. <laughs> you look good. Yes. I didn't come out publicly as gay until it's I was 40. It's a single man. You know what? I never came out, Matt. I never came out. Really? Never did. It was one of those things like you see what you see, whether you like it or not, it's not important to me. And I just kept yeah. it moving. I never asked for permission. I, yeah. I lived with that don't ask, don't tell type of thing for a long time. And then after a while, it was just kind of like, oh, well, you don't see, like I it. Had, oh, well. I had, yeah. I've, I've, I've never tried to hide it. So those that knew me knew. Um, but I never publicly came out and, and, and talked about it until last year. It was March 1st. 2020 at 3 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And I went on to say, listen, I remember because here's here's what happened. The minute that I, I came out publicly and I did that video, it gave me a sense of freedom that I haven't I nice. haven't felt before. Nice. It allowed for me to openly talk about it without having to um, worry about other people's thoughts. And not all of my family knew, not all of my family. Uh, I mean, they may have known, they may have questioned. Um, I, my, my opinion was always, if they ask, I'll tell them. Um, otherwise, you know, it, they'll figure it out. And, but it allowed for me just to be, to have different conversations with people. Um, there was no more of the question, but it allowed for me to be a space of healing for others. And I, I wanted, I kind of prefaced it in the sense of we all walk around with secrets that we're afraid to to share mm -hmm. and this is a secret per se that i had been walking around with and what mm -hmm. if we were to truly walk around without the secrets anymore how much more powerful would your life be how much more freedom would you experience and i'm i can tell you that on march 1st that is the day that i gave myself freedom because my life has completely changed from doing that yeah, you know, you just seem more, um, you seem more present from the yeah. time when I first met you. You seem more um, in charge, more yes. empowered than when I first met you. And I, and I, and I salute you on that because, you know, mm -hmm. to be a public figure, a lot of people are going to be, you know, looking at you, you know, young men, young women that are going through their own struggles, you know, and they're looking at you and they're like, you know, this guy had the courage to come out. I mean, even though it was later on in life, but you know, you know, we, we were part of a different generation, you right. know, now everybody's out, you know, when, when I was growing up being gay was taboo. It was a problem, you know, like it was yep. as if the rejected one, or you're only gay if you're unattractive or you're gay. Cause you're this, you're that something was wrong with you. 
So um, I'm definitely, definitely um, honored to have you here and definitely honored that you were able to do that. Well, I want to ask both of you guys, though, I know that that's going to be used against the gay community. This whole thing is. But I, I personally, from my personal sense, there's bad people even in, in some churches. And I'm going to say that I'm probably going to upset people, but there's a lot of bad people even in some churches. That church, you know that's bad people in yeah, churches. Yeah, like, that's right. Yeah, right. Like, how you going to upset anybody? That's real. Right. And there's bad people everywhere all the time, but he does not represent all of us. Right. Um, I don't think he represents even anybody, two, two, yeah. two, three percent of us. And my my thing is to those who are struggling with their sexuality, even teenagers, young young men and women, you know, choose your path wisely. And by all means, he does not represent you in any way, shape, or form. And that's not what's going to happen to you. That's not the lifestyle that. I choose to lead, right, and Matt. And and I think that you know there is such a thing as dark night of the soul that I believe that a lot of people go through. Um, once you start attracting certain type of energy based on your life path, that's what I believe. Based on your your life path, it's gonna put you in situations to where it's gonna wake up the things about yourself that you need to heal. So as far as I'm concerned, there is possible that he's trying to heal himself, and this could be, you know, some of the things that he deals with. But I think that it was tasteless the way he decided to, to publicize it. Um, he could have still used all the same element and probably put himself a different way just to kind of address the fact that there are demons within himself that he had to fight or still fighting um, in order for him to get to the other side. Because, you know, none of us here sitting here, we, you can't even consider yourself spiritual unless you went through some real stuff because it requires you to go through a lot to come here and be able to talk to people about your insecurities and your journey and coming out and all this other stuff. Like you don't do that out the, out the bat, <laughs> you know? So, so am I, am I on point with that, Matt? What do you think? Yeah, for sure. You know, you have to, uh, all of us in our spiritual journey face the light and the dark and you have to be able to embrace both. And, you know, there, there is another way that, you know, I believe he could have, created that had some of the visuals had some of the impact that he had but in a more forward moving way that move that also goes through and and could have been used as a as a piece to empower our community to empower that you know just as you said that we all have demons that we've that we're working through for me it was my crystal meth and not loving myself i used crystal meth for six and a half years of my life because i didn't love myself i didn't I wasn't happy with who I was. And so wow. instead, and I didn't want to hurt. And mm -hmm. so suicide wasn't necessarily an option because I didn't want to die. I just exactly. didn't want to hurt. So mm. crystal meth allowed for me to not feel anything, have mm. a false sense of empowerment and figuring I can do this. I was losing weight. I got to a mm. point where I was 125 pounds at 5'10". I had a no 20 pounds. I thought I looked sexy, but actually when I go back and I look at the pictures now, like I would, I look sickly. You look like a crackhead. Yeah, <laughs> I still had all my teeth. I still had all my teeth, and and I was functional. Like you know, like I I I was very mindful of I didn't want to look like a junkie. I didn't want to have that. So I right. needed to, you know, I still kept my job up until the towards the end of of that period. Um, How you know, long ago was that? Fourteen, uh, seventeen years ago. <gasps> 17 years wow. Ago. So what, what was the turning point? 
Like at what point you said, okay, that's it. I, I gotta, I gotta call this thing in. I'm, I'm done. Yeah. So I had, um, I had actually lost my job and lost my apartment and, um, mm-hmm. I had everything in a storage unit and I was sitting on my friend's couch. Um, I had been up for about three days within those three days. All I ate was a double cheeseburger from McDonald's and ice cream cone. And, um, I was walking through his living room and he had this full length mirror and I saw my reflection. And as I looked at myself, I heard a voice that said, this is not who you are. And it was one of those voices that it's not the normal voice that you hear. It's like one of those that just shakes you to your core where you know, okay, something greater than me is talking to me right now. Mm -hmm. And I broke down and I fell down on my knees and I just was wailing. I was crying. I was, I was just like releasing. And I, I said a prayer and I'll never forget. I said, God, if, if you're real, if you are still there, send me some help. Wow. Just got and uh, that's actually, that was actually the day that I turned on the television and I was introduced to Lisa Nichols. Nice. And Lisa was doing a show called the, um, the starting over house. And mm. at the moment when I saw her on the show, I, I watched and I said, someday I'm going to work with that lady. And I didn't, at the time, I meant that I wanted her to be my coach. I wanted her to help. She was going to help me somehow. You know, you have um, to be specific on your ass. Right. And I didn't, I didn't know what that was going to look like. I didn't know, right? you know was gonna, how that was going to happen. And so I just said, you know, there's something about like she, the, her authenticity, the way that she coached, the way that she brought a lesson to life, just it made sense to me. And so um, about six months later, a friend of mine gave me the movie, The Secret. And as I was watching The Secret, all of a sudden, lo and behold, there she was again. And I was like, oh my God, that's that lady that I saw. And I got excited and and I just began to listen. And I was like, this lady is gonna help me. This lady is gonna do something. Like I just felt really truly connected to her. So about a year later, I had started my, uh, getting my life together. I had completely left Hollywood because at the time I was living in Hollywood, I was um, into the nightlife and into the hanging out at the parties and the hills and doing the drugs and all of that. And um, so I'd got my life together. I had been clean. I moved out of town and um, a friend of mine had sent me an email asking if I wanted to go to a taping of a TV show for a uh, talk show by the late, for a lady by the name of Lisa Nichols. And I was like, God, what is that? Why, why does that name sound familiar? And I was like, so wait a minute, uh, Matt, I'm going to pause you right there. So are you telling me, despite what I've been told, miracles happen for gay people too? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Okay, Matt. Okay. Manifestation manifestation happened for gay folks too? Okay. I'm just checking. Right, right, right. right. (laughs) Put a point in that one. Put a point in that one. Oh, there you go. So I, um, I, as soon as I saw the name, I was like, God, it sounds familiar. And I went online and I looked and, and there was a video of motivating the teen spirit. And when oh, I watched yes. the motivating the teen spirit uh, promo video, every part of my body was just getting excited and was just like, that's what you're supposed to be doing. So I called my friend. I said, give me four tickets. I'm coming down. Um, I went to the taping of the show and, um, I, we were late, we weren't going to get sat down and they um, ended up having four seats for us in the VIP section right behind her family. 
And um, we saw the show. We saw two tapings. At the end of the show, I went to go meet her because I needed to tell her about how she kept showing up in my life. I needed to thank her for, for being there. And the security guard stopped me. Mm. And the security guard said, I'm sorry, this is for VIP only. And I said, I'm just going to take two minutes. I'm just going to, I just need to. And here's, here's the lesson that I realized is that sometimes our breakthroughs, sometimes the things that we need are just steps away from us. And then something blocks us. Something stops us from having access to what are, to what we need in our life or what we're supposed to go for. So repeat that one more time for the audience if they might've missed it. Yep. Sometimes something gets in our way and stops us. Our job is to keep pushing. And so I told my friend, I said, distract the security guard, ask him where the bathroom's at. And she goes, I don't have to go to the bathroom. I said, you have to go to the bathroom, ask him where the bathroom's at. So she did. And the minute she started talking to him, I snuck around the back. I climbed up where the seats are and the scaffolding. The third door. <laughs> I, yep. I jumped over the jumped over the scaffolding. I walked in front of Lisa and I said, hi, my name is Matt. I said, I don't mean to uh, scare you. I know you don't know who I am, but you keep showing up in my life. And I saw the video of you motivating the teen spirit and I want to be a part of it. And she just kind of looked at me. She didn't say anything. I thought, shit, I'm in trouble. Like she started crying and I was like, oh, great. What, like, what now really, what did I do? And then she said, I've been praying that God would send me men because a man can speak differently to a young man than if a woman speaks to a young man. And she said, I've been praying that God would send me generals. And I said, Lisa, you don't know the journey that I've been on. I said, I just actually climbed right back there. I climbed those stairs and jumped over <laughs> to get to you right now. And that was the beginning of me working with her. And I worked for her for 14 years, side by side, tra traveled the world with her, spoke on international stages, taught next to her. Um, but it was my willingness. The thing was, it was my willingness to fight for myself. It was my willingness of seeing that's my answer and going for it and not letting anything stop. Yep, that's it, the willingness, and that's what we all need to yes. just keep on willing. Is there anything that you want to announce? What are you doing right now that you would like to let our audience know? Oh, Lord Jesus. So um, <laughs> after, 20, after 2020, um, I, I think last year was a year of, of just getting to know me again. And what does Matt want? You know, what does Matt want to create? Um, I, I feel very lucky that we had last year in some ways. I mean, there was a lot of tragedy, uh, tragedy a lot of moments that were, you know, hurtful, and, but there was a lot of growth as well. So this year is really um, creating a bigger impact. I am on a mission to help people share their story. I'm on a mission to help people um, stop the scroll and and create the impact that they know that they've been designed to. I'm on a mission to help people create the content that their hearts have been desiring to put out there. And how can they get Yeah, so they can, you can go to uh, www.iclaimvictory.com and schedule a call. Um, so I'm coaching with people. I'm building a uh, another project. So I've got a couple of projects that I can't talk about yet that are super exciting. Um, but my job is really just to create bigger impact with people. And um, you can also find me on Instagram, Mateo Gil, M-A-T-E-O-G-I-L. Um, let's stay connected and uh, let me help you tell your story as well. All right, Matt, before you go, before you go, I three things, three things that I want you to leave the audience with. 
that's going to be impactful. That's going to be memorable and life, life trans, um, transforming. One, it'd be the lesson that I wish somebody had that I, not even somebody, cause I'm going to, if I said that somebody told me or somebody, it would put on them. If the lesson that I wish I had learned a long time ago was that I am enough. So you are enough, no matter how, like right, right now, how you are, you are enough, period. No, with nothing else, you're enough. Two, stop worrying about other people's opinions. If they're not feeding you, financing, or fucking you, it don't matter. Sorry about yep. the, that, uh, that little drop. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. It's grown <laughs> folks. It's grown folks radio. <laughs> Listen, if they're not doing the three Fs, then it doesn't matter. And number three, stay present to the moments of your life. Because I think that there are so many moments that I missed that um, were joyful moments, that were moments, but I was always in the fight to get to the next that I missed the now. Got Does that make sense? Of course. So stay present. Yes. Wow, Matt, thank you so much. Yes, yeah. (laughs) Thank you so so much for joining us in Spiritual Jelly. This won't be the last interview. Um, This one was impromptu. We we had to, in mind, to interview for something completely different. But um, definitely, this was definitely divinely guided. So we're gonna go with that. Um, thank you so much for your time. I know you have another another engagement to get to. Thank you. And um, yeah, that's it. Thank you much. Appreciate it. Until next Thank time, guys. guys. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, this uh, podcast interview with Matt Gill, um, formerly um, Lisa Nichols' um, right hand man. Um, and if you guys are not aware who she is, you better hop on YouTube. Um, very, very huge um, impact on the world. Um, secret motivational speaker, all that great stuff. So we were very honored to have Matt today. Oh yeah, you know, because Matt has changed my life in so many ways. He doesn't even know how much how, no, how much he's actually changed my life and gotten me to be present in my life, has gotten me to come forward and fulfill my own dreams and actually, you know, not be embarrassed or shy to be in front of the camera or to be on a podcast. It's most of it's all because of him. I mean, I'm telling you. So don't forget, iclaimvictory.com. Amazing. Go sign up. Get some coaching. Till next time, guys. It's your girl, Maya G, here on Spiritual Agility. And your boy, Victor Jr., your brother with an open heart. It's been my pleasure, guys. Till next time.